We are in the middle of our dangerous series, what it takes to be a dangerous entrepreneur. And today we are talking about values. You ready? Let's go. This is Entrepreneurs Only. If you own a business, you are in the right place. This is where we study and solve all that bullshit that comes with being your own boss so that you can finally grow your business. Let's get to work. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome to Entrepreneurs Only. If you're here, you know what we do. These are quick, direct hits of the truth about entrepreneurship, the stuff you need to know, a little bit of my experience mixed in. Like if I had a witch's brew, this would be like a little bit of my experience, a lot of my clients' experience, and we pull out all the bullshit, and then we show you the cocktail of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Because there's so many misconceptions out there. I see them all the time. I see the way people talk about entrepreneurship. I see the way so-called influencers in the entrepreneurship world talk about what it takes to grow a business and how hard you have to work and how you have to give everything and you have to sacrifice and give up your life and your family for the first year to make it big. And that's all such bullshit. And I just wish people would stop singing that song because it's not true. It scares so many people off. And honestly, that's why I think so many of the top you know, entrepreneurs who talk about it do it because they, they're trying to filter out the people who are weak, the people who would not be willing to do that. Um, and let me tell you the truth. I don't think I was willing to do that at the beginning. I think I might have done some of it, but I don't think I was willing to do that. Um, and that might have scared me off of really going in on my business the way I should have early on. Um, but I can tell you from the other side now, you know, from a seven figure business, I can tell you it doesn't have to be like that. And in fact, it shouldn't be like that if you really want to know what success is all about. Now, in order to get that success, in order to get to that level, because you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't interested in some level, some form of success, it takes some key things. No matter what business you're in, no matter what entrepreneur type you are, if you're service, if you're product, if you are um, you know, a solopreneur, if you have a team of 100 people, I don't care. What you need to know are that at 30,000 feet, every entrepreneur requires the same things. And this month, all month, we are talking about how to be a dangerous entrepreneur. Dangerous in the way that people will cross the street to avoid you. People will not go head-to-head with you. People will not go toe-to-toe with you because you're a dangerous individual. You've walked in a room and you've met a dangerous person before where you just look at them, you just get that energy, you get that sense, you hear a few things they say and you're like, that person, with, with an idea, that person is dangerous. With, with a little bit of motivation and, the, and a, a great idea, that person is absolutely dangerous. And we're going in order. If you haven't heard the first two episodes, please go back and listen to them because we're going in order of what it takes. The first episode was all about mindset. Mindset is so important. I give you five words, a a single sentence of five words that will indicate to you the fastest if somebody is as dangerous as you think they are. If someone is as, you know, an easy indicator of how dangerous that person is, is a single five word sentence. So if you want to be dangerous, you need to start adopting 
that sentence. That was the first episode on dangerous mindset. Then we went to dangerous action, and I told you about a really simple five-second rule that can show you how to be the most dangerous person behind a desk, the most dangerous person with an idea, simple five-second rule. Today, we are talking about something very near and dear to my heart, values, and particularly the number one value you require in order to be a successful entrepreneur, okay? The number one value. Now, there are tons of values. Listen, honesty, integrity, trust. These are all important values that are required to be successful. But if I had to narrow down to the number one, the one thing, look, I've had a chance to speak to a lot of successful entrepreneurs. I've had the chance to grow and help people become successful entrepreneurs. Working with hundreds of people, it has been absolutely incredible to do and watch them hit success, but I can tell you very clearly the number one value that they require, that they had, that they developed, that they presented more than anything in order to get that level of success. And it was simply this. Are you ready? It was generosity. Generosity. Believe it or not, Honesty is important. Integrity is important. Trustworthiness. All of this is important. Self-worth, self-value, right? All important. Generosity sums all of that up. I never met a generous person who wasn't honest. I never met a generous person who didn't have integrity. I never met a generous person who wasn't trustworthy. I never met a generous person who didn't believe in value. Generosity. You may struggle with some of those things, but generosity at its core is the most dangerous value any entrepreneur or fuck it, any human being on this planet can possess. What is generosity? Let me define it for you first in my terms. Giving beyond yourself. We give ourselves a lot. We give ourselves a lot of shit. We give ourselves a lot of good. Imagine giving beyond yourself, giving to your clients, giving to your friends, giving to your family, giving to strangers. It will blow your fucking mind on what you can do if you are generous. Because here's the thing. Here's why, this is my belief, here's why generosity is the number one value an entrepreneur needs. Generosity breeds generosity. I am telling you this is the fix for the world. Generosity breeds generosity. When you give to someone else without any expectation, it breeds their ability to give without expectation. It breeds their ability to be generous when you display generosity. And so let's put it this way. If you want more clients, if you want more money, if you want more business, try giving first before you take. Try being generous. I will have a call with anyone and I will help them with their business and I will give them advice and I will do all of the things, not because I want to get them as a client, because I believe it's the right thing to do. I believe that success leaves clues and in people's past success, I have found the clues for my own success. I hope I'm leaving clues and having those conversations and being generous with my experience and, and what I have done and even this podcast Look, I don't do this podcast to get clients, and this podcast does not get me clients. This podcast gets people the feeling that I am giving, the feeling of generosity, 
Then those people go check out my website. Then those people go join my mastermind. Then those people go, you know, and watch a YouTube video or watch a, a talk I did or show up in an event that I'm, I'm speaking at. And then the level of generosity I give there in those places might get me clients. But this podcast is not about getting clients. I want you to know that. When I record this, this is literally me practicing generosity, me sharing great topics, great ideas with you. And what you need to know about generosity is it breeds more generosity. Don't forget that. You know, I'll tell you a quick story about generosity. I was traveling for a month uh, back in August, and I was just going to different cities and really just trying to get my flow, get my mojo back, get my energy back up. I hadn't traveled in a year and a half. I hadn't been out to see clients. I hadn't been face-to-face with people. It was a very difficult time for me. And so I decided, you know, leading up to the big retreat that we had, I would travel for a month. And during this month, um, I decided, I had a client who a few months prior started a generosity challenge. And her generosity challenge was, She was going to take, I think, $1,000, and she was going to go to local farmer's markets, and she was going to give that money away to people who deserved it at the farmer's markets, either spend the money, buy stuff, give it to them, support them, whatever. And not in a way because she wanted to do it for the people, because she wanted to do it for herself, because it would make her feel good. So she went and she started doing this, and I got inspired by that. So when I left, you know, when I left for this trip, one of my things when I used to travel, I traveled a lot, my corporate gig was whenever I landed in a new city, especially one I hadn't been to before, I would take $5 out of my pocket, and the first person I saw in need of money, be it homeless, be it on the streets, be it um, hungry, whatever the case, I would give them the $5, just the first person I saw, because I always wanted to contribute more to that city before I asked anything in return. So when I landed somewhere, I would always just give some money away, because I felt so blessed to be able to travel there, um, and I wanted to help that city more than ask for anything from it in the beginning. So when I left for this month of travel, I announced on the mastermind call, and I showed $1,000 cash, 10 $100 bills. And I said, I'm going to give this money away, but here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to give away $100 at a time. I'm not going to give away 5 or $10. I'm going to give away $100. I'm going to take the generosity to the next level. And the first experience I had was at the rental car counter as soon as I landed in LA on my first leg of the trip. And the lady there said to me, um, you know, I rented a nice car and she said, hey, we have an upgrade available. Would you like to upgrade to this high-end BMW sports car? And I said, you know what? Um, I'm I'm good with the car I have. It's okay. And she said, are you sure you don't want to upgrade? It's only $100 a day. I was like, $100 a day? I'm here for 10 days. Uh, No, I'm okay. Thank you. She goes, okay, no problem. So I'm talking to her a little bit and, uh, you know, making conversation because I love getting to know people. And she comes back to the counter and says, you know what? I went ahead and upgraded you to that. It's on, it's on the house. I, I put my code in and I got you the upgrade for free. I think, I think you'd love the nicer car. And I thought, okay, make sure this isn't a scam. Make sure I'm not being billed. So she prints off their contract, lets me sign it. I look at it. The rate hasn't changed, but the car was nicer. And I thought, wow, that's That's incredibly generous of her to do. She didn't have to do that. So generosity breeds generosity, right? So then I immediately decide, okay, well, then I'm going to be generous with her. And so I take one of the $100, my first $100 bill that I'm going to give away, and I hand it to her as I walk away to get my car. And I said, here you go. Thank you so much for your help. And she grabs it because she's probably used to maybe getting a tip. She grabs it. But as I turn, she looks down and she just starts bawling. 
And I feel bad we're in a rental car company. There are people online. She just starts bawling. And so I walk back kind of, it's like an individual counter. I walk kind of beside the counter and I just look at her and I said, what's wrong? And she says, my son just asked me last night if he can go on this amazing school trip. Um, and it costs a hundred dollars. And I said, no, because we just don't have the money for it. And she, I'm going to get emotional now. And then she said, um, He's going on that trip. You just made that possible for him. And it just blew my mind. <laughs> and I felt so incredible um, being able to do that for her and just, you know, gave her a, as as nicely as I could, like a COVID safe embrace kind of elbow tap, but showing all the love I possibly can. It's so hard with COVID. Um, and it felt amazing. And so I go through and I do a couple more and they feel great. And then I'm in Vegas and, and my business manager, Kelly, was in Vegas and one of my clients, Andrea, flew out to Vegas because um, I invited any of my clients who were near Vegas to come down and I'll buy them dinner because I was, I was in Vegas at that point and I was bored and I thought I'd like to be generous. If someone's crazy enough to come down to Vegas from wherever they are, then I'll buy them dinner. So sure enough, I have a client, Andrea, who decides to come and I fly my business manager in, Kelly, so we can uh, have a few meetings about the retreat ahead of time. Um, and we're walking back to the hotel and we're kind of late because they need to check out and we're crossing one of the pedestrian bridges from the Caesar's palace to the Bellagio. And there's a guy on the corner. There's lots of homeless people in Vegas. Okay. There's a guy on the corner, obviously down on his luck. Um, and you know, I don't know if he has a place to stay or not. And he's, he's got a little cooler kind of broken down cooler, um, full of water and ice. And he's just saying hello to everybody and be very friendly and, he kind of makes eye contact with people and says, you know, water for $1, you know, or if you're just really thirsty, take one for free. And we walk by this guy and I see that on his sign and I hear him say it. And we walk, we walk about 20 feet down the bridge and I'm just mesmerized by that. I can't get it out of my head to the point where I stop the girls and say, you guys can keep going. I just need a minute. And I turn around and I reach in my pocket and I had a hundred dollar bill sitting in my pocket. And I start walking back towards him. And I think at this point, the girls knew what was happening. Um, I didn't even know what was happening, but maybe they did. And I started walking back towards the guy. And within about 10 feet, we make eye contact. And I have some money in my hand, so he thinks I'm going to buy water. So he reaches down and I say, hey, brother, I don't need any water. But this is for you. And I hand him $100. And he says, he looks at me and he says, you just changed my life. And it, sorry, and it just really hit me hard that this $100 bill in my pocket that I'm having an experiment with really just changed a man's life. And I looked at him and I said, tell me how. And he tells me a story on how he had a cell phone and he finally got this cell phone and the cell phone was his way to make money. It was his way back. He'd fallen on hard times. And he said that the cell phone let him check for local shelters where he could sleep tonight and let him find cash jobs, work on the internet where he could show up and do work and, and make some money. And he was actually starting to, he was actually starting to find his way back. And he was in the, um, he was in a hotel. I won't name which hotel, but he was in a hotel and he was using their public restroom to kind of wash up a little bit. And somebody in the, a guest of the hotel complained that there was a homeless man in the bathroom. So security came in and escorted him out of the bathroom. 
And when security came in and did that, his phone was laying on the counter and they pulled him out and forced him out of the hotel and they wouldn't let him go back and get his phone and they wouldn't go get it for him. And so he lost his phone. By the time he made it back into that hotel a few hours later and snuck back into the bathroom, the phone was gone. Someone stole this man's phone, this one way that he had to get work and make money and get his life back together. And he said, do you know how much it costs to get the phone back activated buy the phone and get it back? He said, they told me it would be $98 with all the fees and the phone. And he said, you just changed my life. I can get that back. I can start rebuilding again. And he said, he looked at me and he said, I prayed for you last night. And I just stared at him. And he said, I asked God to to send someone who would see me beyond me who would look in my eyes and see a person, not, not a homeless man, not a, not a guy who has nothing, not a guy who's begging for money, see a human being who needs some fucking help. And it hit me so hard when he said that because that is exactly what I saw. And I told him, I said, well, the reason I stopped, brother, is not because I just saw a human being. It's because I saw the most amount of generosity I think I've ever seen. Here's a man who has not a lot and takes the little that he has and goes and invests in water, in ice, in a cooler. And not only to make money and sell it, but he's willing to give all he's got left in the world, which is this water and this ice and this cooler. He's willing to give it away if someone walking between casinos is thirsty and doesn't have the money to buy water. If they're hot and just don't want to spend the dollar, he's willing to give them water to help them. A man who needs help himself is willing to give so much to others. That's why I stopped. That man displayed the true spirit of entrepreneurship, and it blew my mind. And I gave him $100, and honestly, I would have given him 100 more and 100 more and 100 more. And I went back. I went back an hour later. We went back to the room. We had, you know, the girls took off. Andra was heading back home, and Kelly went to the airport. And I went back to see if he was still there selling water and he wasn't, he was gone. And the beauty of that is, you know, I let my mind run wild as he went and got his phone and he started to get his life back together. And more so than not, he just started to feel like people would see him. Like he's not, he's not just a homeless guy. He's, he's a human being. And I hope that he started to feel some value in his life. But I promise you the generosity he showed bred me to be generous generosity breeds generosity. Now I went through the rest of my trip and I gave all those thousand dollars away, all hundred dollar bills. And each one of those stories is just like that. It filled my cup. What I want you to know about generosity or wish other people would know about generosity is it is a selfish act. Generosity is one of the most selfish things you can do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sure, I'm generous to help people, but at the core of it, I know, I know in my soul, the more generous I am, the better I feel. And so it's okay to know that generosity is selfish. It's okay to know that generosity will make you feel good because you feeling good makes you whole. And I would rather have a lot of people in this world who are successful and feel whole and understand generosity as their core value, as a core skill to make the world a better place. Because if everyone understood that generosity breeds generosity and it was the number one value of, of becoming successful, this world would be a much, much better place than it is. So do me a favor. Adopt generosity for a day, for a week, for a year, for the rest of your life. Just adopt it. 
give it a shot. And if you are in a position to do it, I want you to take on your own little generosity challenge. And I want you to take some amount of money and I want you to find someone. I want you to give it to them. Not because they need it. Not because you think it will change their life. Do it because you're going to feel amazing doing it. And that feeling is going to make you want to do it more. And in order to do that more, in order to be that generous, you're going to have to be successful. And it's going to drive you to become so fucking successful that it's not even funny. I've tried to be generous all my life. Being generous when you have success is so much more fun. It's giving beyond yourself and it makes a massive impact on this world. It is a value that will make you a dangerous human being. Never forget that. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. I'll see you next week. Are you ready to take this one step further? Entrepreneurs Only Mastermind is the place. This is the time. Okay, so you just listened to this episode. You're feeling good. You're feeling energized. You're feeling ready. But what's holding you back from actually doing the work, executing on what we talked about? Imagine working with me live every week in a group of entrepreneurs just like you to discuss, dive into, and figure out the bullshit holding you back. This is the right time. Go check it out right now at www.davemoreno.ca slash mastermind. I'll see you inside.